What is up, everyone? Hello and welcome to the Pointy Flagcast. Happy New Year's, by the way, everyone. Uh, I'm recording this at 2 a.m. I'm not having a party or anything. I'm just here by myself making content because the grind will never stop. A new year, a new me, not really, but a new grind. And I'm really hyped. And I just wanted to spend this time here with y'all. Uh, just going over some of the analytics and just reviewing the year of making content and hopefully just helping someone out, I suppose, with all the stuff that I've learned and gone through, at least in terms of making mistakes so that no one has to make the same mistakes I did. But anyways, let's get started. So my YouTube channel got 44,000 views, which I'm really grateful for, uh, 1.7K uh, watch time in terms of hours we got 216 subscribers and zero estimated revenue because you need to be partnered and for you to be partnered you have to have 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours of content watched so if you look at that though I think I always look at my analytics and I'm hard on myself because I think I should be doing better but the, I really in reality I have nothing to compare it to but if you think about it in terms of watch time, I'm about 50% there. I need 4,000 hours watched. I got 1.7K watched uh, for, for the year. You need it in a month, but it's going up. So I think I'm getting, I'm getting there a little bit, a little by little, clawing my way up there. And I need 1,000 subscribers, and I got 200 for this past year. And if anything, uh, your growth should be exponential after you hit your first 100 subs. And then after you hit your first thousand subs, it just keeps growing more and more faster because the algorithm recognizes what kind of viewers like your channel or the fact that just people like watching your content to begin with. So there it is. And and let's go into a little more in-depth view on, on the analytics. Uh, I found it really interesting. Again, it's not the be-all end-all, so please don't treat it as such. It's just simply a tool to help you understand what's happening and maybe tweak your content a little bit. But yeah, my five most watched videos were Astroneer videos. I got the Wanderer update video and then that was first with 4,000 views. I'm surprised it hit that high, to be honest. People saying that, you, that the YouTube algorithm doesn't favor small channels is correct to a certain degree especially if you're not monetized, but you can still use it to your advantage. I was a no one, I'm a, I was a nobody, I still am, but I managed to get 4,000 views on a single video and it's still getting views to this day, just a little bit here and there, it trickles in. And uh, yeah, proud of myself. <laughs> you gotta pay yourself on the back, you know? I ain't no Mr. Beast or anything. PewDiePie, whatever. Uh, but I am seeing growth. That's the important part. Compare yourself to yourself. Uh, I got my base tour video for Astroneer as second place at 3.4K. And this is kind of funny because that video I made on the fly with no script. Uh, just having fun with it. Casually made a video. And it's probably one of my most popular videos to date because it still gets like 50 views per day. Which again, is not a lot compared to other YouTubers, but I'm proud of that. Um, apparently people like that kind of content. I can never guess, but now I know a little bit. 
And then my third one is exploding 4.9K hydrogen, and then the lunar update video and the groundwork update video. So the update videos are really important for my channel, I suppose. Uh, gets the most views, the most interaction with people. And I think this goes back to making sure your channel provides value for people. So my update videos, they're scripted, and I don't. I try not to waste a person's time watching it. So I try to go in depth, cover all of the information re revealed, and then show it uh, in a concise fashion so that people know immediately what the update is about. And kind of like I kind of inject my thoughts on the items as well and the updates. I try to keep it light though so that people can form their own opinion. But yeah, traffic source. Uh, most of it came from YouTube search. So people were searching for content and it showed up. This is why you gotta hashtag your videos correctly and title it correctly and, and write the description correctly because it'll help your video show up on the search. And the rest are external. Uh, so I got 20K from YouTube search and 8.9K from external, probably mostly Reddit. So again, thank you Reddit. I love Reddit by the way. <laughs> I like getting those upvotes. Um, I don't know. It's something new, uh, something new, uh, and something exciting to figure out. But yeah, use everything to your advantage. Um, Reddit is a little bit hard though. Uh, if you don't post something good, you just get downvoted a lot, and it just makes me sad because I want the upvotes. Makes me feel alive. I'm only half kidding. <laughs> Obviously, I'm kidding. But yeah, browse features. At 7.7K, you got channel pages and suggested videos are really low at 1.7 and 1.5 um, respectively. So this will increase as your videos get recognized by the algorithm and start suggesting it more. But again, if the algorithm suggests your videos, you're going to see a massive spike in traffic, which is what happened to my base video. And this is why the algorithm should favor content that people like, not because you're monetized, but people, pe but people, oh, sorry, I can't talk right there, but because people want to watch it. Um, the fact that, you know, it favors people who are monetized a little bit more, or actually a lot more, kind of ruins the platform a bit. That said, again, even if you're not monetized and if you're just starting out, you can make use of YouTube. It's still pretty fair, as far as I can tell. Most of my viewers came from the United States, 18.2k views, and then the next second highest is United Kingdom at 2.8k. Got Germany, uh, Guten Tag, <laughs> Canada at 1.4k, and then Australia at 6. Uh, 647. That's probably all from Oakface. Canada's probably all Cam, Germany. I I don't know. Viewer age, thankfully. Uh, only 1.8% is 13 to 17. Uh, I don't care about that. I want to see how many are below 13 years old because then COPPA would affect you. But yeah, uh, I got 38.2% for 18 to 24, 24 year olds and then 36.9% for 25 to 34 year olds and then 17.4% uh, for 35 to 44 year olds and 45 to 54 uh, year olds are 5.7 percent so yeah i'm i'm really grateful that older people are are actually enjoying my content um i appreciate it i wish i was cool enough for the youngins but uh, i guess i'm not and then for gender it's 99.8 percent males 
and then 0.2% female. That 0.2% is probably my mom. <laughs> Shout out to my mom. She doesn't listen to my podcast, but that's fine. All right, that's that was a pretty good year in review. Like, I, I learned how to make videos that provide value for people. I That's why I make guides. Also, it goes hand-in-hand hand with what I like doing, which is going super deep in the game and kind of like figuring out how the game works, working together with the community that exists there to learn, help teach each other new tricks, kind of refine something until it gets better and better. And then I want to share that refined uh, thing that I made within the game, the process, whatever it is, production lines, whatever it is, I'm going to share the refined product with people because I think it's worth uh, worth putting out there. Like I don't want to lose the combined knowledge and experience of, of the community that I've built on Twitch and YouTube as well. I don't want that to go to waste. Like There's a lot of people who help me out, like Robert Lindsay for Astroneer. Uh, I got David Turpin for um, Atama Chef. We got a lot of people dropping in for on YouTube for Astroneer videos. And yeah, like... It's fantastic, and I, I feel great. It's like we're helping each other out. It's so cooperative. You don't really get that in competitive games, but yeah, I want that to help someone else. Uh, it's a lot of collected wisdom and knowledge and experience, and I know it's going to be useful to someone, so I want to put it out there in a format that um, is easily understood, at least from my perspective. <clears throat> yeah, but let's move on to Twitch. Twitch has been a little bit harder in that you always have to be streaming on Twitch. Uh, if you aren't, you are not going to make it. So that's a little bit difficult in that it's focusing on the short term. That's why I like YouTube better in that I can focus on the long term. And if I make it on YouTube, it will help my Twitch as well because I can funnel that traffic in. If people are interested in my videos, they might be interested in watching me stream. But yeah, uh, let's go look at the analytics. If you hear my mouse clicks, I apologize. Again, this is like <laughs> a little bit, um, whatchamacallit. Again, I mentioned it before where this podcast is kind of more casual. Uh, I don't stress about it. I just do it for fun and hopefully help someone out. All right, so the year review for Twitch, January 1st, 2019 to December 31st, uh, 2019. I had an average of 5.1 viewers, which is, you know what? It's pretty darn good. I only have uh, 300-ish followers. I don't, I don't think I've hit 400 yet. And, you know, usually you see like 1% to 10% of the people come back and view you. So I'm pretty much on par with other people that I've seen and I got almost 20,000 live views 19,827 338 new followers 78 subscriptions and $294.23 in revenue I didn't get all of that because you have to make more than $100 to get a payout so I've only gotten about 200 of that so I should be getting my third payout soon but I just want you, you guys to think about that I made $300 for the year. That's roughly $1 per day. I didn't even get the last, you know, 100. 
So I made $200 in a year. <laughs> Not only that, this is like, there's like a long stretch of time where I was streaming nine hours a day for five days a week. Actually, I take that back. It was more like 12 hours at some points because I did streams in the day and then a long stream at night. So that's crazy. Um, it's not profitable when you first start out. Like you're not going to make it as a, as a big streamer unless you're extremely lucky. It takes a long time to make it financially stable. But I love doing this and I love the freedom that it provides uh, in that you're your own boss. I had really bad experiences working for other people and um, they always take advantage of you. Uh, they throw you away. Uh, I, I didn't like that. So I kind of promised myself that I would be my own boss and I would become a boss that would not treat other people uh, the way that I got treated. But yeah, um, it's pretty interesting. Apparently, a lot of the people like watching Escape from Tarkov. <laughs> Which was unexpected, so maybe I should stream that game. Path of Exile is all from positive left. And uh, yeah, like you can look at the analytics. It's kind of interesting. Got $100 from cheering. That's mostly from Leo6 Revenge. Uh, thanks, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. $72 in paid subs. That's right. It's not prime subs. It's paid subs. People actually paid money to sub to my channel. And that makes me feel so grateful and like I don't deserve that because I'm not giving them anything of value, at least in my perspective. Even though I'm putting a lot of time in, doesn't mean I should be getting paid for doing this. And the fact that there are people out there willing to support me, uh, I feel grateful for. And I, you know, I got some real life buddies. My brother always subs to me uh, with Prime. I got Isaiah. You got Barry, uh, you know, Drew, <laughs> Drew is a poor college kid, comes into my channel and subs to me regularly, and uh, I'm so grateful that I met these people. And really, this community is all about community. Uh, it's about people trying to help each other out, um, and I hope Twitch realizes that and doesn't make it about the money and the big streamers because they're going to destroy what they built if they do that. Uh, but yeah, moving on, we got Mixer. Uh, I didn't stream a lot on Mixer because of that stupid Twitch affiliate clause where you cannot stream to Twitch and to other platforms at the same time. You can stream to other platforms when you're not streaming on Twitch. And whatever content you make on Twitch cannot be live streamed anywhere else. It can be uploaded as archival footage like on YouTube or whatnot. But yeah, so like that kind of restricts you and I hope Twitch removes that because that's nonsense in my opinion. You're making it so hard for a streamer, but you're not providing anything of value other than access to viewers. But that access is potential access. You're not doing anything to help the, the streamer be discovered. There's no discoverability on Twitch. It's very hard to be discovered. Even if you have good content, it's very hard to be discovered. And you're not really providing anything of value to that person because I could stream on Twitch forever and not gain an audience and it won't be any different on Mixer or YouTube. So the fact that they want you to be exclusive while not giving you any support in return is a little disheartening. But instead of complaining, you can make it work to your advantage. So 
I just gotta figure out a schedule where I stream on Twitch most times, uh, most of the time, because most of my community is on Twitch. And then I will uh, try to figure out a streaming schedule and stream to Mixer and YouTube and Facebook and whatnot. Yeah, Mixer, just roughly speaking, 147 channel views, uh, 19 followers in the little bit that I did stream. I really like Mixer in that it's very friendly to the streamer for a couple of things, like co-streaming especially. You get to see all the people in the same window. You can click on them and just view their individual channel. You share chat, you share all the viewers. And it's just automatic, and I wish that was like that for Twitch. That's really handy. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's kind of hard on, on Mixer. Uh, if you look at Mixer, the number of viewers available is very little. Um, like on an average day, you might see the top streamer on Mixer have like 800, and then it drops drastically down. And yeah, it's kind of weird. It, <laughs> I don't. I can't feel any growth from like all the people moving to Mixer, because all the people watching those streamers only watch those streamers. So we'll see how it turns out. But yeah, Mixer is pretty fun. I like the interface. It's just that uh, the potential for growth seems limited right now. Seems very small. Uh, but you can make. You can find ways to bring people to Mixer. So it's not the platform itself. You can always work outside of the platform. We got Facebook. Uh, Facebook is a mystery. I have no idea how it works. So you have your individual page and then you have a business page and it's like, it's so convoluted. <laughs> how does it even work? When you stream, it goes to your regular page, but for you to stream, you need a, a page set up that's set as a, a content creator so it's like what is even what is even the point of doing this but yeah it does work in that um, I get like one person viewing my content that I post on Facebook I think I got like 24 views on my video after I streamed it when I was streaming it one person dropped by for like a second and then left immediately um, but one person did go to my YouTube channel from a Facebook post I made, so uh, it does work. It's just I don't know how to do it. I don't know where to begin. So I'm going to study that more often because Facebook has a lot of potential. It's just very convoluted. Uh, starting from the bottom, um, if you have a following, anything is easy. But when you have no following, uh, it's extremely hard. It's the hardest thing that I've done. Uh, for podcasts, it's been rough. Uh, I get like an average one listen per episode for this one, but I'm not advertising it. This is my no effort podcast in that I don't edit it. I don't advertise it. I just record the episode and release it as is because it's something I want to do. And, you know, editing it and all of that would, would uh, take too much time. So I believe in that if I produce content that will be helpful to people, the audience will come to me. Um, you should advertise it though. I'm just spending the advertising effort on my movie podcast, the Pointy Hatcast. And that one is still growing a little bit. Uh, so this one has about 40 listens total. And the movie podcast has about 350 listens total. 
roughly about 10 listens per episode for that and one to three ep- uh, listens per episode for this podcast i don't know how to grow it to be honest but uh, social media plays a large part you can use paid advertising but in the end it's probably not going to be worth the money that you're spending uh, compared to the money that you're going to get out of it so you should always you know it's Think about your return on investment. You know, you spend a hundred dollars on ads. Uh, are you gonna get a hundred dollars back at least? Probably not. You're gonna have to spend a lot more before you start generating an income out of podcasting. So it might not be worth your time and effort to do paid advertising. But social media is great. You always use Twitter. Like, uh, if you post something online and it's a it's a quality post. Like you're making an effort to engage with the audience on that platform on their terms, then people will click on that link or that post and go to find your content long after you post it. That actually happened to me where I made a Twitter post about a YouTube video and they clicked on it like a month later after I made it. It was just one person, but it's one person that has never seen my content before. So again, if you use all this to your advantage, you kind of create this funnel, this network of traffic directed back to you as as a brand, and that'll definitely help you out. All right, we got podcasts. I started my blog as well. It's been about two months. It's really hard. Uh, I got about forty views total, which is not bad at all. I wrote a lot of articles. I need a lot. I need a lot more manpower. <laughs> I can't do all of this by myself. When you're first starting out, I would highly recommend focusing on one thing and doing that well. But for me, I have a different goal. I like being the producer or a director in a movie. I like being the guy kind of p- putting things together, the big picture idea, um, finding people who are better than me at doing stuff and putting them in the roles that they like doing where they can grow and create. And that's why I'm trying a little bit of everything and trying to understand everything. Those individual projects will grow slower, but I'm going to have a massive amount of traffic when they start growing. And if anything that I'm doing gets big, everything else that I'm doing will pick up steam as well. And with that, uh, hopefully I can generate revenue and start hiring people um, to do stuff for me. I want to provide a stable work environment where they people feel valued and they're free to create as well that's my main goal but i love creating i want i want to make movies i want to make music i want to make all these different things and i need a crew of creative people to work with me who want to work with me and um, for that to happen i have to know how to create first so that's how i'm trying to understand all these platforms and and try my best to make content but yeah, podcasting super hard. Uh, social media super hard as well. Uh, my social media stats are not worth mentioning, <laughs> so I'm gonna skip over that. Uh, but yeah, overall, I had a lot of fun. It's I didn't make any money, almost no money. Again, it's less than a dollar per day. That's what I basically made. I can't survive off of that, so I I gotta. I'm extremely thankful to my parents for still supporting me. And giving me this a little bit of wiggle space where I don't have to get a job uh, for that year that I was making content. I might have to get a job now because I'm running out of 
out of money and I gotta think about um, supporting myself 100%. Not only that, I gotta support my parents too. I want to because they're getting old and I don't want them working anymore and um, I wanna provide for them and you know send them out on nice vacations, have them see the world because my parents work super hard uh, to raise me and my brother. And they're still working super hard, and uh, they never got like a day off. They never really went on a nice vacation, and I want to be able to provide that for them. But, but yeah, hopefully things start working out. Uh, if they don't, I'm still gonna be making content. I just gotta make less of it, and focus on on some making something that makes money. <laughs> In the meantime, but yeah, it was fun. I learned a lot. Um, I think the main things that I took away is that don't look at the numbers. Don't be too caught up in uh, forcing expectations on yourself that are unrealistic. Have fun creating. I really enjoy creating whatever it is. Uh, I always want to be making something. I wish I had people with me who wanted to make stuff as well because it's really hard doing it by yourself. And I really want a crew of people with me. We're just a merry band of artists making whatever we want or whatever content our heart desires just like this studio where just things are coming out videos music whatever it is and just that's kind of long-term goal that i have or vision and uh, it, it is a little bit lonely when you do it by yourself but yeah uh another thing is if you were doing this and you're trying to make financially viable I highly recommend doing only one thing and focusing on it extremely well uh, don't you know spare yourself thin like I am but again my goals are different um, pick one thing and do it well and here's another tip that I mentioned I was streaming recently and it's a tip that I gave always be creating on and post mostly recreations too because you need you need critical feedback you need constructive feedback the reason why i say this is people think that if someone handed you a million subscribers or a million followers that you would do well and they the truth is you won't if you're a new content creator like i am there's an incredible amount of pressure to make new content and make it good and release it regularly and the hardest part is coming up with an idea that's okay Coming up with a good idea is hard enough. Coming up with an idea that's okay and acceptable and executing on that on a weekly uh, basis is super hard. You run out of ideas uh, and you struggle with thinking your idea is not good enough. So you always have to be creating. Have the discipline of creation. Be able to create uh, regularly and uh, be happy with what you create as well. So that's why, you know, there's a... There's no shortcuts to being a content creator. Even if someone drops a million followers into your lap, you wouldn't know what to do with them if you don't have the discipline to create content. And not only that, have the humility to engage with your audience and get some feedback. I'm not talking about trolls or people who have no interest in you or don't respect you, but people who genuinely like you and your content and um, some feedback you take, some feedback you ignore because you can't please everyone. But you need that. You can't improve without feedback. So yeah, like always be creating. Always be creating. Post your content. 
some of it, most of it is going to be bad. That's just normal. If you look at these genius artists, these masters at creating in whatever field, movies, paintings, songs, uh, there's a lot of content they made that sucks. That just plain sucks. It's just garbage. And it's that like thousands try maybe where they create something that's a masterpiece. So we're normal for folk. And uh, it's going to take us more tries to create something that's a masterpiece. We might maybe never create a masterpiece in our lives, but you don't know until you try. But yeah, always be creating. Get that discipline of creation down. Like, try to brainstorm ideas, figure out how what your process is, what your workflow is, and then execute on that idea. And, you know, refine that process down until you don't waste time. It's, a, it's highly efficient. You can reliably produce content. And sooner or later, you're going to be able to produce something that you're really proud of. But without that process, you're not going to get to that point. Again, always be creating. There's no shortcuts. You got you to gotta be on the grind. All right. Um, another thing is, man, like, I'm so surprised at how positive and encouraging and supporting the community is online. Now, I did meet a few people who were trolls. I did meet a few people who were very negative and um, just downright nasty, but that's that's bound to happen. But they're the vast minority. I can count them on one hand. The amount of times that I had to ban people on Twitch, it's very little. And then um, they learned their lesson, and I unbanned them, and they haven't you know, repeated what they did to get banned in the first place but most of the times i'm i can talk to the people and they will understand what i'm or uh what i'm trying to do or like you know just the idea of having respect to a stranger you know online just because you're anonymous doesn't mean you can be a jerk i remember this case where there was a young lad who was about 17 years old dropped by my stream when i was streaming astroneer and he had some names where if you read it out loud, it was uh, it was pretty dirty. <laughs> I didn't know it's about to read it. But he was being very obnoxious in chat. And he was saying that he's having fun. Other people weren't. And uh, my mod cam was going to ban him. But I was just like, all right, let me see if I can reason with this guy. So I'm trying to tell him that, hey, look, only children care about uh, whether or not they're the only ones having fun. When you're an adult, you have to worry about other people there as well because it's not just about you. And when I explained this to him, he understood it. I had to purge him for about like a second, but he got the point because I was like, if you continue on this path, I will ban you. And then he he uh, apologized and then, uh, you know, he swore a little bit. I was like, oh, no, I shouldn't swear. And I was like, I didn't mean to go that far. But yeah, he uh, straightened up real quick once he started realizing that there's real people and, and you're dealing with real people. And that's the thing. When you realize that, you realize that, man, everyone is just like me. And uh, what they end up doing is they try their best to help you out. I, it's so positive. It's so encouraging. I, I, sadly enough, I haven't experienced that in, in real life in, in the community that was I was at for a long time. It was kind of the opposite. It was super toxic there. And I wasn't treated the best. And... Um, yeah, yeah, I was thrown out, thrown away as well, and uh, yeah, that kind of, I don't know, put me in a deep, 
state of depression, I suppose. But streaming helped me out. Like, it's kind of weird. These strangers who don't know me, who've never seen me, reaching out and helping me, um, you know, making my badges, uh, profile pictures, uh, helping me mod, uh, be mods for me, um, giving me ideas for content, giving me money. Oh, man, this this guy is so sweet, but Mr. MFM asked me if I wanted any game. And what he was going to do was he had a $50 Amazon gift card and he was going to spend that on me. And I was like, it's okay. You don't have to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to take your Christmas money, dude. That's But he wanted to spend that on me. And I was like, that is like the sweetest thing anyone has uh, done, like a stranger has done for me. Like, hey, I don't understand why these people are so nice to me. I appreciate it. I really do. Um, I wish I can, you know, give back but uh i'm really broke right now <laughs> but i'm working hard to make money because i really do want to start helping out other people like i want to i don't know i have this i want to make grand gestures to people like drop a hundred bits on all the people that i follow so they can get paid out immediately it, it's a great feeling when you get your first payout on twitch because it takes forever it takes a long time i'm extremely unlucky in that i managed to get two payouts uh, in my career of streaming <laughs> $200 I know but yeah um, I, I love this I love creating content one thing is uh, make sure you appreciate the people who are supporting you uh, you don't need a lot of people if there's one person who's watching your content focus on the individual and make the content for them like for my Atomashev playthroughs, there's only really one person watching. His name is David Turpin on YouTube. Gives me hints, gives me tips. I think he's the only one who watches it from start to finish or most of it or maybe half of it. I don't know, but a large chunk of it. Obviously, other than my mom who watches everything, but thanks, mom. <laughs> I didn't want her to watch it at first because, you know, she doesn't like games. She doesn't understand games. Very old school. Uh, but she wanted to support me and when I saw that I was like alright I, I appreciate that a lot and yeah for like No Man's Sky no one really watches it except for one uh, one YouTuber forgot his name it was an older gentleman very supportive as well um, told me that I can make content at my own pace otherwise I would burn out and then he was fine with literally anything I made and he would watch it so again I got one person uh, that I know of watching my No Man's Sky playthroughs and that's enough I'm gonna make it even if I had no one watching it, I'll still do it because I like the game and I want to make content that will hopefully get people interested in the game as well. But I just enjoy the process of playing the game and making content for it. So I'm going to keep doing it. Um, for uh, Astroneer, got a lot of people. Got Jared, who makes an effort to actually be the first person to watch my videos and comment on it. And I'm so grateful for that. Uh, I don't deserve that. I really don't. So I'm really grateful, man. Um, <laughs> don't want to bust down in tears, but yeah, like uh, these strangers are too generous. You got uh, forgot their names. I should have a list of them, but like Halo Fifty Seven, Penguin, or, or whatever. Uh, always, uh, he commented that I should make an astronaut playthrough, so I did, and I was I said that I would post it even if no one watches it. And he watched every single one, and 
I think he was on break for a little bit, but he came back and he's like, I'm going to watch all of your playthroughs. I, I don't want to miss any one of them. And I was like, wow, this is, I don't deserve that. Like, they're not good content that I'm making. I, I, now I'm going to get better eventually, but like, I don't deserve that kind of dedication. And, you know, you're, I always say that time is the most valuable resource and, and these people are choosing to give me, give me their time. And that's something I find incredibly humbling and encouraging at the same time. But yeah, like all this content I'm making, um, I like it. I like what I'm doing. And I love the fact that there are people out there who like what I'm putting out, regardless of whether it's good or not. And they're so positive and kind about it and encouraging. And uh, I wish... It makes me want to help them out if I can. I wish I was in a position where I can help these people out in some shape or form. Um, but I'm so limited right now in terms of funding, uh, reach, and all of that. But yeah, um, yeah, you know, like on on the streams, I used to, uh, used to end on if anyone needs any help, please feel free to reach out to me. And I'll do my best. I stopped doing that, but I should keep saying that at the end of my streams but what ended up happening was all these people are helping me out especially when i was going through something difficult and uh without knowing it as well and that's something I, i'm never gonna forget for the year of 2019 something i'm gonna cherish forever makes me feel warm inside and uh it makes me feel like i already made it as a content creator I feel like I already have in terms of having the discipline to make content. I don't have the skill necessary yet, but I do have the willingness to grind. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's more like a roundabout, just, you know, random rant episode. I went on for longer than I wanted to. But yeah, I really thank you guys for dropping by, uh, especially the, the one or two people listening to my podcast. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. If there's any way I can help you, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, I got an email, pointyflatcast at gmail.com. Um, you can reach me on Discord. It's linked on my Twitch panel. Um, Ducky O'Brien. Uh, if you go to Discord, you can click on that. Um, yeah, I'm on YouTube. I have all my socials linked on that. If you go to duckyobrian.com, I have everything linked on the left-hand side. But yeah, I thank you so much for listening. If you want a shout-out, just let me know anytime. Uh, I appreciate the people listening to this. Probably like one of them is my cousin. <laughs> What's up, Josh? <laughs> he makes a blog. Check, check him out, Josh Park. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know, it makes me think a lot. Obviously, I'm grateful to my um, real-life buddies, Barry and Isaiah as well, for supporting me and, and running my movie podcast with me. I actually look forward to doing it, and I'm, I'm sad when we don't get to record. But, you know, I get to talk to my friends about movies and have a good time. And they sacrifice a lot because I, uh, Barry works full-time. In fact, he works probably more than full-time. It's crazy hours. But every Sunday, he makes the time to record and watch these movies as well. 
Uh, Isaiah is a, a full-time student. He also lives a wildlife traveling everywhere, but he makes time. I remember when we first started, he was in Hawaii, and he would go to the mall just to get Wi-Fi. He was just sitting down in a mall, like in an open cafe area, just recording until security told him to leave because they are closing down. And yeah, I got friends like that, and I got friends like uh, Whoopty and Oakface and Kellen, uh, Spranks, uh, Alpha. Uh, there's just too many people to list that I'm probably going to forget. Like you got Mr. MFM, you got Congers, um, uh, Exotic Kitten, uh, there's, uh, I mean, uh, Robert Lindsay, obviously, he helped me so much on Astroneer. All these people that I met, uh, I'm going to do a proper episode for Thanksgiving uh, this coming year. I'm going to thank every single person uh, that I can. I'm going to write their names down on a list and uh, read them off. But yeah, because I only covered probably like 2% of all the people that I met and have helped me out. And I don't want to feel, I don't want them to feel bad. <laughs> My memory's just bad. I can't remember all those names. Uh, off the cuff you know but yeah i think i'm going to end there i'm excited to look forward to what 2020 has to offer i'm going to work hard so for me what i'm going to do is i'm going to continue to make the content that i am right now on all the platforms that i'm doing and i'm going to try to increase the quality of the content as well as introduce a few new pieces of content here and there um but we'll see where that goes and i thank you guys so much for supporting me and hopefully you'll continue to support me. If not, that's okay as well. Uh, if, but yeah, if you need any help at all for with anything, please feel free to reach out to me and I'll try to do my best. Um, I do want to give back in some way, shape, or form. All right. On that note, uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, I, don't, I don't think words are enough. <laughs> I really do appreciate it. I feel overwhelmed with with positivity right now, and I don't know. I I'm hopeful um, for 2020. All right. On that note, I uh, catch you guys next time.